This is the FCB Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Pastors Derek and Belinda Minor, we thank you right now and may God bless you for listening and tuning in. St. Luke, the 17th chapter, and we're going to start at the 26th verse, and I'm going to just give you my testimony for a brief moment of how I got saved. Amen. When I was born, my mother was unwed, and God gave her a word about me, and her being 17 at the time didn't really know anything about God. And as I was growing up, my grandmother, and when I was two, told my mother, he is going to be a preacher. And I'm like Jonah. I knew something about me was different. And you know how we think we're different. We don't want, we don't want, we want to be like everybody else. We want to fit in the crowd and just be like everybody else. So I grew up hating God because I didn't want to be like everybody else. And when I was eight years old, for some strange reason, the Lord woke me up. And he told me to read Revelation. And, you know, eight-year-old read Revelation, that's kind of crazy. And I read the book of Revelation. And I never told a soul. I kept that a secret my whole entire pre-adolescence. Teenage years, I kept it a secret. And during that time, no one really preached on the coming of the Lord. So I was safe, so I thought, amen. Because no one really preached on Revelation. Because a lot of times during that time, people were afraid of Revelation. They didn't really want to get into it. And pastors didn't understand, so they would say, it's too hard to understand, so it's a mystery. You didn't want to get into that. And so I was safe. But one day, my mother read a book by Ernest Angie called Rapture. And the book made an impact on her. So I was 16 years old at the time and she called me in the house with my brother and she said, I want you to sit down. And she said, I'm going to tell you something. She says, don't take the mark of the beast. See, I never told her that I read the book of Revelation. And she began to just talk about the end times and how the Lord was coming back. And the heart I had a heart of brick that I put up against God because I, I, I did not want to be called by God. And as a matter of fact, when I was 12, I, I told God, I said, I was sitting in church, and I told God, I said, Lord, I'd rather clean toilets than preach this word of God. Now, I was crazy, amen? And she began to read, and as she read, I could feel the bricks of my heart just falling out. I was trying to put them back in there, trying to be tough. And I just felt the presence of God just come all over me. And I told my mom, I said, Mom, I want to be saved. She didn't believe me. (laughs) That's how bad I was. She thought I was just messing with her. But I said, I really want to be saved. And to make a long story short, the Lord saved me through Revelation. And when God called me to the ministry... I was working at a janitorial service, and I was cleaning the toilet, amen, and God said, you need 
you remember what you told me when you were 20 years old? And, and, and I just started laughing uncontrollably. I love God's sense of humor. Amen? Amen. Amen. So tonight we're going to talk about the same coming of Jesus Christ. Because to let you know, it is good news. Amen? Amen. That he is coming back. Amen. Amen. And this gospel has been preached all over the world as a witness. And it, nothing catches God by surprise. Come on, amen. You go on the internet, people are just going crazy about the gay rights. And you know what? It did not catch God off guard. Come on. Amen. There's nothing new under the sun. Amen. Christ said, when you see these things, look up yes. for your redemption is drawing near. Glory to God. We are living the most exciting time for the church. Amen. He's not coming back for a defeated church. He's coming back for a glorious church. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I'm on assignment tonight to give you a word from the Lord. I want you to stand and read Luke 6, 17 chapter to 26 verse. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, and they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate. They drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot entered, went in out of Sodom and rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so, it will be in the day that the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he was on the housetop and his goods are in the house. Let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who was in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Tonight, we're going to talk about remembering Lot's wife. Glory to God. Remember Lot's wife. And and, and I I thought it strange how the Lord was talking about the end times and, and how things were coming. And he stopped and said, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. And and, and you think about it, he said that the end times will be a parallel to the times of Noah and to Lot. How you will see the same things that they saw. The Bible says that they ate and they drank. They married. And they were given in marriage. They built. In other words, you're saying that there will be great prosperity at the time. People will be going on like everything is normal. Somebody say amen. Amen. And today you see that same spirit that we're giving in marriage and we're marrying and we're partying and we're doing all those things. And sometimes it's called the spirit of distraction. Because we are not really aware what is happening in our society today, Amen. we see it, and as we look 
a lot of folk get, get down and get mad and all those things. And to me, when, you, when you're doing that, you're looking wrong. So I say amen. amen. Because we walk by faith, not by what we see. Amen. Not by what we read. Everything on the internet is not true. Somebody say amen. amen. So they were doing all that. They were marrying. Drinking. Partying. And they were not aware that judgment What's coming? Isn't it strange how we cannot we can be all in the same room and not be aware what what God is trying to do in the earth? And as I say, we're living in a great time of revival right now. And and you see, revival just don't start in this place here. It starts in the heart of believers. When we say, you know what, I'm going to repent. I'm going to get right and I'm going to give my heart to God. That's when the revival starts. When we start saying, you know what, I'm not satisfied where I'm at. So the Bible says that they want about life as normal. Yeah. Or business as usual. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Prosperity. I watch a lot of Christian TV. Yeah. And it disturbs me when I see prophets yeah. prophesying for profit. Mm-hmm. All right. When you have to now pay. To receive a word from God. Somebody say amen. Now I don't believe that you got to pay God for God to give you a word. Somebody say amen. I don't believe that when, when, when you're real. That I don't believe in a you know a hundred dollar seed or you go receive a, a word. God doesn't work that way. The word of God is free. The word of God that you freely receive, freely give. And, and a lot of times... When you get a word from God, it ain't always what you want to hear. Somebody say amen. Because God will tell you, you know what? You got some things in your life that you got to correct. Somebody say amen. Some things that you got to work on. It ain't always about building. The Bible says they were building. It's not always about selling. It's about giving your heart to God and coming back to the altar. Somebody say amen. So he said, remember Lot's wife. All right. And Go back. You think about Noah. Noah preached 120 years. And think about this. I always say he couldn't couldn't have been that good a preacher because only eight got saved. Somebody say amen. (laughs) (laughs) Only one got saved was his family. I said, Lord, I said, all those folk on his family got in the ark. And the Bible says that when they got in the ark, the flood came. Mm, all right. I love about God. God won't act until your family is safe. Somebody hey, say amen. 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 Glory to God. And it says that I, I, I'm going to go to the book of Genesis because I, I, I'm going to talk about Lot because I, I love the story of Lot. Uh-huh. Genesis 19. Now, to give you some background, Lot's uncle was Abraham. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Abraham was probably one of the greatest yes. men in the Bible. Yeah. And he had a nephew by the name of Lot. Yes. And you all know the story. How they were so great uh-huh. that they had to separate because they had so much. Yeah. Yeah, and even families 
fight sometimes. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Even families are right. So the Bible says they had to separate. And Lot, Abraham, Abraham said, you know what? You choose. Lot saw the water and saw the land of Sodom and says, you know what? I'm going to pitch my tent near Sodom and Gomorrah. Somebody say amen. amen. But Lot, he chose the promise. He said, you know what? I'm going to pitch my tent toward the promised land. Isn't it funny how sometimes we gravitate toward a thing that is wrong? Yeah, right. The Bible says that he pitched his tents near Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, okay. Now, if we get to the 19th chapter, he was no longer by Sodom and Gomorrah. He was now in Sodom and Gomorrah. Somebody say right, amen. amen. And it's like the Bible says, when you don't sit and walk by the counsel of the ungodly, we get comfortable Come on. in our surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. That it's funny how it was different if God would have sent him to Sodom and Gomorrah. Somebody. <laughs> because God sent Joseph to Egypt. God sent Daniel to, to Babylon. God sent Esther to Persia. But God did not send Lot to Sodom and Gomorrah. Somebody say right. Amen. So be careful. Where you pitch your tent at. Glory to God. Be careful where you like to associate with. So the Bible says that they were in Psalm Gomorrah. And the Bible says that God saw the wickedness of men was great in Psalm and Gomorrah. It's something when your city gets God's attention. The thing about the parallel between then and now, even in Noah's day, men refuse to turn from their sins. Hmm. All right. Can somebody give me real quick Revelation 16, 11? Can I show you something real quick? All right. We live in a society today where people are hurting. Yeah. And people are angry. Yeah. Angry with God. They're hurting and they're angry. Yeah. But you sometimes that anger and that hurt causes folk not to repent. Yeah. All right. The theme of Revelation is every time that God sends a judgment, the Bible says they refuse to turn from their ways. Yeah. They refuse to repent. Right. They refuse to get right with God. Even in strange how we can see signs, wonders, and miracles, and people still do not repent. Whoa. So I'll read that for me. Revelation 16 and 11. And they curse God of the heaven mm. for their pains. They curse God yeah. for their pain. Yes. Why folk won't turn today? Because they're in pain. Yeah. And a lot of times when people get in pain, they always blame God. Oh, come on. And when they blame God, they don't want to turn because they're mad at God. Now the promise of God comes to, to give you life and more abundance. Hey. But it's weird that we always get mad at God when God's trying to help us. Hey. All right. The devil's the one that's destroying us. Now we're comfortable with him, but we're mad at God. Since they curse God because of their pain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. People don't turn from because of their pain. They're mad at God. Why you take my mother? Why you take my father? Why, why did they leave me, Lord? Why my children not, not obeying me? And we get angry at God. So they now repent because of their pain. 
And anytime you don't repent because of your pain, your heart gets hard. Right. And, and God will send you message after message. Hmm. And people don't receive it because of their pain, yeah. because of their anger, because of their bitterness. Yeah. And God says, Simon Gomorrah's cup has been filled to the brim. And I want to know about God. God said, you know what? I can't do anything. Let me talk to Abraham. Don't you know that about God? Mm. Yeah. God said, before I destroy them, let me, let me tell my friend. Abraham was a friend of God. Don't you love that? All right. And, and watch this. Abraham began to intercede. Even though he knew the secret was wicked, he still interceded for his city. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. People of our time has given up on America. Mm. All right, come on. They're saying America's gone. But Abraham entered. He knew that some of the world was exceedingly wicked. But he said, Lord, if there be ten righteous, right, will you on. spare it? Hey. Yeah, Look around this room. If we ten would have been there, God would have spared the city. Mm. Think about that. Amen. That's how the impact of righteous folk too. If we if we're there together, glory to God. He said, "If there be ten in the city, I will spare it for your sake." Notice this: God didn't go a lot. He went to Abraham. Notice this: that God didn't come with the angels. He sent the angels by themselves mm -hmm. to Psalm Gomorrah. Right. Because the difference is, Abraham had a relationship Amen. with God. Lot chose to be in the city where there was wickedness. Yeah. First he was outside, then he got into the city. Yeah. He got comfortable in his surroundings. Yeah. You should never be comfortable around sin. Mm. Amen. Amen. You should never... Even though today people talking about tolerance, but we can't tolerate sin. Right, God. Yeah. Yeah. We're living in a spirit of compromise, yeah. of tolerance today, a gospel of tolerance. Right. And, and that's not the gospel because you know what? Jesus Christ offended everybody. Glory to God. Hey. <laughs> he did not make it easy to get it. He said, listen, if you want to follow me, Take up your cross and follow me. Glory to God. If you want to follow me, you're going to hate mother, father, brother, sister, aunt, everybody in order to follow me. He did not make it easy. We have made it so easy. You know what you want to get saved? Just come to the altar. You don't got to change anything. Just keep coming to church. But God demands change. God requires change in our life. He don't say just come. You know, we come as we are. But he tells you guys, you can't stay there. You got to change. So the Bible says that. He said these angels. And we go, somebody read it from Psalm the, the first verse. Genesis 19. Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, uh -huh. and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. Mm. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Uh -huh. And he said, Hear now, my lord, please turn into your servant's house and yes. spend the night, and wash your feet, then you may rise early and go on your way. Uh -huh. And they said, No, but we will spend the night in the open square. Watch this. I was reading Jewish history. Uh -huh. What it said about Simon Moore. They had a bed in the center of the town square mm. where they would take strangers and they would rape strangers. Oh, wow. mm. 
That's how wicked the city was. Wow. wow. And you think about today. Yes. Yeah. Where homosexuality is so widespread. Yes. Even churches are now accepting it. Mm-hmm. Saying that, well, God, let me tell you something about God. He does not change his mind about sin. Amen. 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 Fornication is still sin. Lying is still sin. Amen. God does not change his mind because culture changes. So he says, we don't watch this. But he insisted strongly, so they turned into him and entered his house. Then he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. Listen to that. Prepared a Passover before Passover started. He baked the unleavened bread. You know what unleavened means? Without sin. Glory to God. The word master and Jew, it means without sin. He says, listen, one thing about Lot, even though he was in the city, he didn't allow the city to affect him on the inside. He was still righteous. The Bible calls him a righteous lot. Amen? Amen. Amen. So even though he was there, he did not let the sin get inside of him. He did not compromise his, his goals. Somebody say amen. amen. He did not compromise his beliefs in God. So even though you may be the only one saved in your household, on your job, do not compromise who you believe in. Amen. Amen. So in spite of being surrounded by the ungodly, he did not compromise. Keep on reading. Watch this. Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. Watch this. All the men of Sodom and Gomorrah. Not some. All. Yeah. Young and old. It shows you the depravity of men. Amen. Yes. They surrounded the house. Watch yes. this. Read on. And they called to Lot, saying to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we may know them carnally. Amen. So bring them out. He says, We won't watch this. And they were saying, we're going to gang rape them. Mm-hmm. Bring them out. Bring them out. They didn't care about hospitality. They didn't care about it. All they wanted was to fulfill their desires. Mm. Yes. You got to be careful when God turns you over to your own desire. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says God abandoned them to their own desires. Men turning to other men. Women turning to other women. God abandoned Watch this. When you keep persisting in sin, God will abandon you to your sin. Keep on reading. Watch this. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him, and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Uh Uh-huh. Only do nothing to these men, mm. since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. Keep going. Watch this. And they said, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here, and he keeps acting as a judge. Watch this. Now we will deal How with How the world, you know, world does? We preach against anything. What they say? Don't judge me. Right. Don't you judge me. Yeah. They said, Lot, why are you judging us? Right. The world says, you are a hater. You're intolerant. Why are you judging? You know why? We're doing this so God won't do it. Somebody say amen. amen. The world keeps saying today, don't judge. They wear t-shirts. Only God can judge me. Don't you see it all the time? Only God can judge me. In other words, I'm not going to change, so don't judge me. They'll tell a lot, don't judge us. 
Because it's socially acceptable because the whole town is doing it. Glory to God. Our culture said it's all right. So why are you telling me when everybody else is doing it? Our culture said, our government said it's all right. So why are you, why are you judging us when it's acceptable by our judges? By our courts. By our leaders. So why? Because God said in his word, thou shalt not lay with mankind and with womankind. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's right. God said give righteous judgment. Right. Watch this. Rita, watch this. Let me show now you something. Now we will deal with you worse than you, than with them. Uh-huh. So they pressed hard against the man, Lot, and came here to break down the door. Mm. But the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and yes. shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they became weird. weird Isn't it strange how the, today's time yeah. people are still blind? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're blind to their sins. Yes. They're blind to what's going on in the world. Yeah. I, I thank God for Pastor Melinda, how she posted the Bethlehem Star. All right. Amen. When I read that, the Lord, he just set my soul on fire. Mm. So I began to, I began to study the Bethlehem star. I began to study in, in Numbers twenty five. It talks about the star comes from the east. That's his star. Yes. And if the first Bethlehem star said he was a, he arrived, what the second said he's coming. Amen. He Amen. is coming. Glory to God. Somebody get God to pray. Just say he is coming back. That this is Pastor Belinda Miner from Power of the Word Prophetic Church. I wanted to take this opportunity to just say thank you so much for supporting the radio ministry. If you would like to drop by our Facebook page, it's Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Please contact us and reach out to us. We'll continue to keep you and your family lifted up. God bless you and we love you today.